So this is Hafthor Julius Pearson and you're uh, listening to uh, Stark Raven Matt. Make sure you will listen to all of it or I will crush your hat like this. Pew! And welcome to a special episode of Stark Raven Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast slash getting close with Mike Marbach. As you heard from the quick sound clip at the beginning, this episode features Hafter Julius Bjornsson, who plays the Mountain on Game of Thrones. Uh, he was the guy who, in season four, crushed not just Oberyn Martell's head, but also the dreams of many expecting a happy ending to that story. Uh, myself included. We talk about a bunch of uh, things, so the interview kind of bounces around a bit. Uh, we talk about growing up in Iceland. We talk about um, uh, what it's like being one of the strongest humans in the world. Uh, and we talk about, of course, uh, his role as the mountain on Game of Thrones, uh, the particular fight scene that uh, I just referred to, as well as his involvement with the Philly Ren Fair, uh, which again is May 16th and 17th. Here in Philadelphia, go to phillyrenfair.com for more information. I want to thank uh, Hafter Julius Bjornsson for his time. Uh, he was a great guy. Uh, and he, when he shook my hand, I couldn't help but be simultaneously thankful that he didn't crush it and offended that he didn't give it his full full strength. Um, and uh, Patrick Rogers of the Philly Ren Fair for working to, uh, to hook up the podcast with... Uh, with the mountain. That's uh, very much appreciated. Uh, so big shout outs and thanks to them. Also, the song that you just heard was an original composition specifically for Stark Raven Mad, uh, and that was created by Drew Evans and Fred Brown. Uh, you'll be hearing that moving forward uh, as an intro to the show, so I want to thank them uh, for, for their work. Fred Brown is on a team I direct at the Philly Improv Theater called The Future, uh, who is performing this Saturday at 9 p.m., so you can see him performing that. You can also go to lastnamepoems.tumblr.com and uh, there's a, a bunch of poems that he makes using people's last names. Uh, I believe it started through uh, NFL um, players but has, has grown to be a bunch of different things. Um, it's really cool how he, how he does that. So go to lastnamepoems.tumblr.com. Com. And the last thing I'll mention is our May contest. If you are a new follower of ours uh, to Twitter during the month of May, you will be entered to win a pretty awesome Game of Thrones prize. Uh, we don't quite have it picked out yet. We're probably going to announce what it's going to be on the May 18th podcast uh, following episode 6. Uh, so you'll want to tune in for that. Uh, and follow us at srmpodcast at gmail.com. We did a uh, rate and review contest last uh, last month where we gave away a hardcover copy of a The World of Ice and Fire. Uh, so it will be at least as awesome as that. Uh, plus, we, we live tweet the show. We tweet out Game of Thrones-related news and memes. Uh, it's a lot of fun. So follow us on Twitter at SRM podcast. You can also email us any kind of theories, any kind of comments, questions, concerns, complaints, srmpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we, we tend to 
uh, talk about any kind of contact we have with people uh, on the air. So if you want a particular theory debated or discussed, then uh, then email us, srmpodcast at gmail.com. And now, please enjoy it as I get close with the mountain. All right. Uh, you go by Thor? Yes. All right. Thor, my name's Mike. I run a Game of Thrones podcast called uh, Stark Raven Mad. Yeah. Uh, so we just watch the show. We talk about it. Um, so I just wanted to ask you a few questions, some about Game of Thrones, some about Strongman, just kind of growing up. I'll try and keep it uh, keep it short because, uh, uh, as I can see, you're pretty pretty packed with, uh, with things to do this weekend. Uh, so first question is kind of general. Uh, you're from Iceland, right? Yes. Uh, what was life growing up in uh, in Iceland like? Well, I had very nice, quiet uh, childhood. Uh, I lived in a small town called Akernes till I was uh, around twelve years old. Then I moved to uh, uh, Reykjavik. Uh, been living there since. Yeah, it was just a regular childhood, you know. Uh, good times, you know. Yeah. Not much, you know, on the computer, on, on the phones all the time. Just playing around and having a good time. Yeah. Uh, keeping active. Yeah, active a lot. You know, I, I, I remember, you know, when I was younger, always on the run, always running, always doing something, always something fun to do. You know, never, you know, boring. Always yeah. something to do. Uh, were you pretty athletic as a kid too? I was quite quick, yes. If I went to any sport or did something, I was quite, quite, um, uh, I'm a quick learner. Mm -hmm. Especially, you know, athletic wise, you know. Uh, so yeah, I was quite quick to learn. What are, uh, what was your favorite sport? Basketball. I yeah. played basketball a few years. Okay. Uh, and but I, I broke my ankle twice. Second time I had to have uh, a big a big surgery. Uh, the second time I decided to take a break and, and went more into lifting weights. Mm -hmm. And um, I came quite quickly very addicted to the way how I like liked it to you know. Lifting big weights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you weren't as as uh, as big as you are now when you were playing basketball. I mean, probably as tall, but not as as thick, I guess. No, I was I'm probably two hundred pounds heavier now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I would. I don't play basketball, but I can imagine being on the court. That would be pretty intimidating either way. I was a big guy considered to be a basketball player, yeah. you know, in Iceland, not maybe in the NBA or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Uh, and how tall are you? I'm 6'9". Okay. I weigh around 400 pounds. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, good. And you said you got in outside of, uh, after basketball, you got into uh, lifting weights. Uh, how did you get into uh, the strongman competitions? Well, I have been uh, lifting quite uh, seriously for uh, three years, maybe. And a few of my friends were competing 
at uh, you know Iceland's Longest Man, Western Viking, and those competitions. Uh, so back in 2009, I decided I want to try it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had once met Magnus Magnusson before. He actually had won the title Worlds of Man title four times. Uh, so I, I called him uh, the day before the competition, actually, the day before, and asked him, can I join? And, uh, you know, he said, well... The bus, it's the bus is full, but you know, if there's a place, you can come. <laughs> if it's open, 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 open spot. Yeah. I was like, okay. I I, I came the next morning, and um, it was open space. So, you know, after that, after that competition, you know, in the first event, I broke a new Icelandic world record in carrying a Husafell stone. A what stone? Husafell stone. The Husafell okay. stone. It, it weighs uh, 220 kilos. And I don't actually remember how many meters I went, but I broke an Icelandic record with that in my first event, in my first show. Yeah, that's great. So after that, I was quite, you know, hooked and yeah. there was no turning back from Yeah, me. after you break one record, you want to start smashing some more. Yes. Just like heads, right? Yeah, almost. <laughs> Uh, you just broke one I had read. Uh, it was uh, something that it's, it stood for over a thousand years. They're saying. Correct. What was it? What was that record? It's a wooden log, big wooden log that you have to carry on your back. It weighs uh, one thousand four hundred <laughs> something pounds. Uh, and I carried that uh, few steps. Uh, it's a thousand year old record. Yeah. So. It, was you know a history for, for me to break that record very yeah. big for me uh, actually the guy who had that record he probably took like how many guys he took like eight guys to you know lift the log to his shoulders yes. and when 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 he got the log to the, to his shoulders he took uh, if I remember right two steps and in his second step, his back broke. Mm-hmm. And he was actually never the same after that. Yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't think so. Jeez. Uh, what is... This is kind of an odd question, I guess, but what's the, the weirdest thing they've had you lift in these competitions? Because you do tires, you do cars, yeah, you do stones. do a lot of things. Uh, in the last competition I was competing at in Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur, we were uh, carrying uh, almost uh, 1,100 pounds or something on our back. And um, there were like uh, six people sitting, sitting, sitting on it. We had to pick it up and run with it. <laughs> Just something with a bunch of people sitting on it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But you know... I think lifting anything with six people on it is kind of weird in itself. Yeah, it is. Uh, and it's kind of worth noting right now you're wearing a, a Superman Superman shirt. I think it fits me quite well. So <laughs> I'd say so. I yeah. decided to wear it today. Yeah, yeah it works. Uh, what about your training and eating schedule? I mean, with, with filming Game of Thrones, with doing these competitions and, and events like this, uh, how often do you train? I normally train five to six times a week. Oh, still? Okay. Yeah, uh, it's of 
it's 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 hard to balance it with all the travel because uh, you know you just have to be dedicated mm-hmm. and focused. Yeah, like before before this kind of when I'm going and you know I'm, I know I'm gonna be busy. I just try to um, uh, prepare myself very well. Like I trained very hard for a few weeks before I came, so now I can rest a little yeah. bit. Uh, Are there any foods that you uh, you just you don't do just because of uh, what they might do to your diets? Well, I try to keep away from sugar. Okay. Uh, but I like sugar. Okay. You know, I I try to eat healthy. Yeah. That's, that's you know, I try to eat healthy all the time. You know, good food, mm-hmm. good fats. Well, you're in Philly. Have you had a cheesesteak yet? Not yet, but tomorrow I will. Yeah. Do you know where your uh, what your favorite or what wh- where people are pointing you to? Well, gyms. Uh, gyms. Yeah. 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 That that's where that's exactly what I would say. It's my favorite too. Awesome. Moving on to Game of Thrones. Uh, how did you get involved with uh, with Thrones? Because you haven't done any acting, from what I could tell, up to this point, right? Yes, correct. Uh, in 2013, uh, they were actually filming in Iceland at that, that time, and um, they saw some um, photos of me online and were very impressed. You yeah. Know, was a big guy, big guy, big strong guy. And because they were filming in Iceland, they decided, why not just see him, have a yeah. chat, see if we like him. And um, uh, I got I got email at first. Uh, I was quite you know shocked when I saw the email because uh, at first I thought someone someone was just jumping around. <laughs> yeah. I was actually a big fan. I am today, of course. A, yeah, sure. A big fan of the show. Um, so I just thought it was a joke I didn't even answer the email (laughs) so uh, a week later I got a call uh, from uh, one of the people and they want to meet up so I meet with uh, met up with the people and they want to you know see me speak with me uh, speak with me they asked if I could, you know, do some training, if I could meet their short teacher, C.C. Mm-hmm. Smith. Uh, I said, yeah, sure, of course. I met him, had some teaching lesson, uh, and just at the first uh, practice session, he just said, you're the guy. I can see it straight away. Yeah. You can move, you're quick, you're strong, um, a quick learner. So after that, you know, I was in. Yeah, because you're the, you're the third man to play this role in the series so far, but uh, you've put such a, a stamp on it, uh, so to speak, uh, where you, you didn't have too many scenes, but the ones you did have were so graphic uh, and and so kind of now iconic within the series that uh, you're you're in season five, right? It's not so. <laughs> well, the last last thing we saw was uh, what people assume is going to be uh, the mountain uh, in Kyburn's 
chamber underneath that underneath that sheet because mm-hmm. uh, it was the um, Pedro Pascal's character Oberon. Uh, I guess used some poison on the mountain. So we'll see. Uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, I won't push you for anything further on that uh, because I'm scared. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll see if he comes back. So you didn't really necessarily have to audition for the role. They were just like just so impressed with. Uh, like physic- physically and talking to you? I had to, you know, go with a few lines and, you know, speak with uh, the people and, yeah, I had to do a few things, okay. you know. Yeah, so but there's an audition. Most, yeah, but most of all, you know, they want to see uh, if it was mobile, if I could handle a big sword. Yeah. If I could, you know, because the mountain is not only big, it's also very strong. Yeah, powerful. and agile. And yeah, so. And that sword was something like between five and six feet, right? It was, yeah. <laughs> very big, very big sword. Uh, do you know about how heavy that sword itself was? Uh, I don't know exactly, but I can tell you though, it was heavy. <laughs> yeah, and if it's, your, if it's you saying that, yeah. I believe it. You know, I was hurting my bicep and forearms yeah. for many weeks after. Yeah. Because of, you know, I had many weeks training with the sword and then. Um, uh, when I was uh, doing the fight with Pedro Pascal, I just remember I was sweating. I was sweating inside the armor. The heat was on me. Yeah. I had pain in my shoulders, but you know, I just plugged it out and and just did my thing. Everything went well. How long did that uh, did that fight scene take to film? Uh, uh, the fight with Pedro Pascal uh, from the whole day. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and as far as the uh, the you know head smashing goes, uh, were you familiar with Game of Thrones before you uh, got involved with it? Yes, I was a big fan of the show yeah. before. So. So you you knew that that part was coming. Uh, I had probably coming. Yeah, I hadn't really. I haven't really, I haven't read the books. Yeah. Just about the show. Yeah. Do you think the the mountain, as you, as you play it and you get more familiar with it, uh, and what you know of the the books and the series, uh, do you think he he has a good side? The mountain. Yeah. And you talk to a lot of people that play what would typically be villainous roles, and they're always they're you know a lot of times they'll say that they're just doing what they're told, uh, or that you know they're just following orders. What do you think is going through the mountain's head? As he does these things, well, uh, he is he. Uh, all his childhood till now, he has been uh, a village. He's a bad guy, so. Um, but I, I think deep inside, <laughs> deep inside, he is a good heart. <laughs> real, real deep. Uh, okay. Uh, Getting involved with Game of Thrones at this point has got to involve some amount of pressure uh, on the people because the the fan base of the books is so huge and the fan base for the show is is huge. Do you feel any any kind of pressure having played, having getting involved in the show and playing a, a role like that? Yeah, because you constantly have to improve yourself, be better, because mm-hmm. people expect more of you, right? Like people expect more. Um, People like to see me 
uh, doing marketing in more movies. So it's it's a lot of pressure, you yeah. know. I've I've seen you on Instagram, uh, and we know that you're not the mountain on on set. You know, when when the cameras aren't rolling. So are there any quick fun stories that you can? Uh, Something that stands out, a real fun story about filming any of those scenes? I had one time I had the opportunity to, uh, uh, the pleasure to eat with um, Lena Haiti and uh, Peter pa- Pascal. No, no, uh, Peter Ding, 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 Dingle, uh, one night in uh, Croatia. Um, uh, and uh, uh, I remember. Uh, Peter, he challenged me to eat uh, seven chickens, <laughs> and uh, I told him, "Well, yeah, I could, I can eat seven chickens for sure, but then you have to eat seven desserts. Desserts. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick them for you." Yeah. And uh, he took the challenge. I ate my seven chickens, uh, but. Uh, he tried his best to eat his desserts, but I remember uh, he had to run to the to the to the to, to the restroom because he was uh, throwing up. Oh, jeez! Out of the <laughs> out of all, all of the sweets. Yeah. That was kind of funny, funny moment to be around with. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Uh, and you're in Philly. You're in Philly for the uh, Philly Renaissance Fair, uh, right. and we also have. Uh, Patrick to the to the side of us if you wanted to chime in at any point too for this uh, what can you tell us about your involvement with the with the run fair well I'm gonna be there Saturday and Sunday uh, it's 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 uh, it's it's here uh, in Philly so uh, uh, I wanna uh, just tell our, our everybody who's listening to come see the see the event it's gonna be a lot of things going on I'll be there both days, so uh, I look forward to see everyone, and you know it's going to be a lot of exciting things going on. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be training with people too, right? I'll be training <laughs> with people, and uh, I'll be doing a lot of exciting, exciting yeah, things. Yeah, a lot of photo photo opportunities. Yes, correct. That's great. Is there anything you wanted to add to? Uh... Is this will this be broadcast before the? Uh... Yeah, I can put it out tomorrow. Sure. I just wanted to let people to know that it's very easy to get to the fair. They can take the Philadelphia Flash, which runs through all the downtown area, and there's a flash stop directly at the fair that'll put you right at our front gates. Uh, in addition, we've rented two nearby parking lots from uh, PCOM, the College of Osteopathic Medicine, and we have a shuttle service that runs between those two lots and our site, and that shuttle runs all day. So go to our website, phillyrenfair.com. There's an E at the end of fair. Uh, and you'll see maps and information about how to use the Flash or how to use the parking shuttles. And you can check out the Philadelphia Flash website as well. Cool. Any other acting aspirations? Are you getting anybody? Is, is, is Hollywood knocking at the door now? I can say this. It's a lot of exciting things going on right yeah. now. I'm, I'm, I'm busy. Um, it's a lot of yeah, things going on. Uh... Nothing that I can say right now at the moment, but it's it's you know it's more opportunities. But but right now, um, uh, even though it's uh, you know things going on in my life, new things, I'm still focusing on my goal in my sport. Mm-hmm. I want to see my goal. I want to win the title, the world's Women title. 
So it's sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you have to say no to some good offers. Yeah. Okay. Well, glad you didn't say no to the mountain. Uh, it's been fantastic, uh, and I'm looking forward to maybe or maybe not seeing you in season five. Thank you, uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, it's fantastic. All right.